This is the Juice on the Cues podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Good morning, Syracuse. Welcome back to the Juice on the Cues podcast presented by Rivals.com. I'm your host, Wes Chang. Thanks so much for joining us on this Tuesday, April 4, 2023. We've got a lot to talk about today, and I want to get started with Syracuse football spring practice. There's a lot going on in the field with who's going to emerge as the primary backup quarterback to Garrett Schrader, who's going to assume leadership of the defense now that Michael Jones has moved on, and whether LaQuint Allen has really secured his spot as the heir apparent to Sean Tucker. But in the background of all of this is recruiting, and it's a major time of the year when recruits can come on campus, see the facilities, meet the coaching staff. The Orange has put out a lot of offers and scheduled more than 50 recruits to come on campus. And one of those recruits to receive an offer from Syracuse recently is 2025 athlete Floyd Picard. And we bring him on now. Floyd, how are you today? Thank you very much. I'm blessed. Uh, all glory to God. So, Floyd, I want to get you started on this one. In late March, you picked up a Syracuse offer. You now have offers from Boston College, Maryland, Syracuse, and Marshall, among some others. How did it feel when you got the Syracuse offer? I mean, I was I was excited because, like, it's close to home and stuff. And, like, I just want, want to go somewhere where my family going to be able to see me, see me perform and help my family out. So when I got that Q's offer... It's just like a blessing because it's one of my favorite schools, college, growing up. So now I finally have the opportunity to go play there and spend the three to four years there. I feel like it's a blessing. So, yeah, we're excited. Floyd, I know you play at Mobile Christian in Alabama now, but you're originally from Quebec. You see a guy like Matt Bergeron who's about to get drafted later in April. What does it mean to you to see Matt have that kind of success at Syracuse? Yes, sir. I mean, he just trying to put uh, Canada on the map, just trying to help other people seeing Canadian different. I mean, Canadian football is so much different from American football. So I feel like us being out there, going to the draft, playing, having playing time, getting our name out there is just great. So much uh, inspiration going out there with our players. So I just trying to be next, follow them, them steps and try to be better. Floyd, your primary recruiter is running backs coach Mike Lynch. What's your relationship like with him? Coach Lynch is a great guy. Oh, I saw him when I went to the uh, camp at Syracuse this summer. Me and Coach Lynch, we had a great conversation. He's well, very respected by the people around him. And I feel like he'd be doing this, his job and he's going to take Syracuse, like all this stuff, program very far. And he's just going to build it up more, more and more for Yes, sir. So you mentioned you were at Syracuse last summer. You planning on getting up there again? Oh yes, sir. I'm gonna go up there this summer. Uh, I should be at Syracuse in July, and with Coach Lynch and all, we decided on the date. And I should go there. You know, Floyd, you're a versatile guy. In your high school career, you played running back, tight end, wide receiver, and on defense, you played linebacker and defensive line. Where's Syracuse recruiting you? Um, I mean, they recruited me as a running back and a D line, so I feel I feel already off rip. I feel respected because a lot of people see me as a big guy who can't run. But I, if you give me a chance and you don't respect me, I'm really show you that I can run. So I feel like Syracuse really respect respecting me on that, offering me as a running back and a D line. So at this point, it's just I got to improve on my speed keep my weight down and I'm going to be straight. I'll be good. 
Floyd, we'll get you out of here on this one. You've been offered by a lot of schools now. I know you're a 2025 guy and you have time before you commit, but do you have any favorites so far? Um, it's, I can't lie. It's between Boston College and Syracuse. It's, both of them colleges have shown me so much love and respect. So, yeah, both of them schools, I like them a lot and have a lot of respect for them. Both of them schools, great program and stuff. So looking forward to it. I'm so blessed to be here. Thank you, Floyd. Really appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for taking time to interview me. I want to say I'm very blessed for this opportunity, and I hope that I'll see myself in Syracuse team one day, too. Floyd Bacar, ladies and gentlemen, obviously a young man with a very bright future ahead of him. Floyd mentioned earlier that he felt respected by Syracuse because they offered him as a running back. He's currently six foot three, 250 pounds, which sounds like the build of a defensive lineman. But if you watch his videos, you'll see why he wants to be recruited as a running back. And also give a lot of credit to the Syracuse recruiting staff for continuing to mine Canada for talent. I mentioned Matt Bergeron to Floyd, but here's another recruiting nugget for you. Over the past weekend, Syracuse invited a large contingent from Damien Alford's old high school in Quebec to campus. So the Orange is really serious about keeping that pipeline strong. Floyd's recruitment is one to pay attention to as the year moves forward. We'll take a quick break. I'll be joined by the Juice Online's Brad Bierman after. I'm Wes Chang. This is the Juice on the Cuse podcast. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So aside from Syracuse football spring practice, there's been a lot of off-season stories around the basketball team. We all know that Jim Beheim retired. That set off a chain of events that led to a new assistant coach being hired, several players declaring for the NBA draft, some entering the portal, and still others announcing they're staying put. Let's break all that down with the Juice Online Editor-in-Chief, Brad Bierman. Brad, how are you today? I'm doing well, Wes. Thank you. So, Brad, what a busy week in the Syracuse basketball world. I want to start with Brendan Strawn. He's the new assistant at Syracuse coming from George Washington. He's got a ton of ties to the DMV recruiting footprint, spent time with Team Takeover. You wrote about this last week, but it seems like a good hire for Syracuse. I think it's a tremendous hire, Wes. And, you know, there's so much speculation uh, after Adrian Autry took over as to how he would fill out his first coaching staff. And, of course, we knew that Jerry McNamara and Alan Griffin were going to each bump up a spot and McNamara get a nice raise and a new title and Alan Griffin get a nice raise and some more responsibilities. And then there was a lot of speculation as to would, you know, Red continue the tradition of having, you know, Syracuse alums and players that were in the program round out his coaching staff. And I'm really kind of glad to see that he kept all of his options open by going outside of the program 
and bringing someone in like Brendan Strong because, as I had written earlier in the week, he just checks off all the boxes and really fills the important needs of what that third assistant on the bench should have as, uh, you know, his strengths in a profile. Because, let's face it, it's all about getting players. And in this day and age, it's all about not only getting players coming out of high school and AAU programs, but players in the transfer portal. And then once those players come into the Syracuse program, it's all about development. And I think Strong's background uh, from his coaching in high school and the AAU circuit and uh, in, in college fits that in being able to develop players. He has a good reputation from X's and O's standpoint, and you know, Adrian Autry is going to have a new philosophy on both the offensive and defensive ends, and it gives him a chance to mold Strong and his staff the way he's going to want that handled. And I think the other important thing from recruiting is you really can't put a price on this uh, in the value of the fact that he recru- recruited Autry's son Trey to George Washington. So both uh, the Autrys, you know, got to see that up close and personal, the recruitment process, whether that was, uh, you know, at practices, at games, in a gym environment, or in a home environment. And I think that's really important that Autry was able to see that firsthand in deciding to bring someone like Brendan Stroud into the program. So, Brad, that's the first story of the week. The second part was that Syracuse's two starting forwards, freshman Chris Bell, sophomore Benny Williams, are returning for another season. That seems like a nod to Red Archery that the two are coming back after really up-and-down seasons of their Jim Beheim. I totally agree, Wes. I really think it does because you know the old adage, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And we've seen that already in the last couple of years with Syracuse players transferring out, going in cases to big you know, P6 programs down to mid-major programs. And a lot of the statistical uh, results have not been favorable for players that left, you know, at that time, the Jim Beheim program. So now moving into Red Autry, I think it's the same situation. I think he had an opportunity, of course, to sit down with each player on the team in a postseason uh, one-on-one meeting and go over the pros and cons about their development, what they needed to work on in their games, what they would be expected to do during the summer in working out, what would be expected of them in the program uh, in year two, or in the case of Benny Williams, year three, uh, what kind of contributions would be expected. So I, I definitely agree that it's a nod to, to, to Red Autry and his ability now as a head coach to, connect and relate to these players and really paint a picture of their value to the program moving forward and why it would be in their best interest to stay uh, as a Syracuse Orange player. Now, of course, the big remaining question is surrounding, you know, Jesse Edwards and whether he'd come back or not. And that would really go a long way to determining exactly the type of player they would still continue to need to find in the portal. But Benny Williams coming back, Chris Bell coming back, really does say a lot about uh, what we can expect as Adrian Autry develops the players in his program moving forward. Brad, we're running out of show. You have a closing thought for us? Well, I'm sure the Syracuse lacrosse team doesn't want to see Notre Dame uh, again, and they won't have to play the Irish again this season as uh, Notre Dame beats Syracuse again uh, handily with a big fourth quarter uh, scoring blitz on Saturday to drop the Orange to 6-5 and five in Gary Gates' second season 
and to 0-3 uh, in ACC play. Now, Syracuse has hung tough in some of the games against ranked teams this year. Problem was uh, things fell apart in the fourth quarter as uh, Notre Dame scored nine consecutive times. But I, I will say this. I, I think there is still uh, some brightness in the future for this team. It's just they still have to get more players. It's going to take a couple more recruiting cycles for Gary Gate and staff to bring in the type of players and create the type of depth they're going to need. And let's see what happens as Syracuse finishes with four games away from the Dome. This is going to be a big challenge starting at Princeton uh, on April 8th and then a neutral field game against North Carolina and then ACC rivals Virginia and Duke. Let's see if the Orange can scrape together a win, which would be considered a milestone victory for this season going up against a ranked team and can finish with a bang and then go into the offseason of going back into the recruiting and transfer portal for the lacrosse team. Brad, I'm going to go a little off the beaten path here for my closing thought to the show. I wanted to talk about women's rowing. The 10th ranked Orange won the 2023 Doc Hosa Invitational, edging out number eight pen by two points. Within that Invitational, the Orange won the Varsity 8 Orange Challenge Cup, which is the fifth time in a row Syracuse has beaten Penn and Northwestern. Up next for the Orange is a Saratoga Invitational against third-ranked Yale and Cornell on April 8th at Fish Creek in Saratoga Springs, New York. Brad, I know you mentioned the men's lacrosse team has struggled, but the women's spring sports and rowing, and particularly women's lacrosse, are more than carrying the load for Syracuse this season. That's it for us. I want to thank my guest, 2024 athlete and Syracuse recruit Floyd Picard and the Juice Online editor-in-chief Brad Bierman. And this is Wes Chang reminding you that in a blind taste test, 100% of people tested prefer the taste of things that were not just shoved into their mouth by surprise without any warning. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast presented by Rivals.com and we'll see you next time. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 